0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Game Chat Podcast. We have a jam-packed episode today. We are going to start with an interview with Tony Tucker from the Project Dribble Podcast. Me and Tony talked Saturday morning, had a great conversation about a lot of NFL things, rookie quarterbacks, Julio Jones, and then Tony's a big Lakers fan, so we talked about Lakers and some other stuff around the NBA playoffs. And then I'm joined with the boys, Matthew, Brandon, Eli. We have a ton of sports topics that we cover Phil Mickelson winning the PGA Championship, NBA, NBA, NHL playoffs, and some NFL news, man, pack show, hope you guys enjoy, it was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, here we go. All right, we now welcome on very special guest. It is Mr. Tony Tucker of the Project Dribble podcast. You can find him on Instagram, project underscore dribble. Um, Tony, thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate it.
1: I am Jack. I always love talking to you guys about sports. Let's get into whatever, wherever. We got so much going on. It seems like the NFL never stops. NBA playoffs are here. I'm, I'm ready to go. got my coffee. I'm jacked.
0: Yes, sir. I love it. So yeah, we were, me and uh, Matthew were on your show two or three months ago. That seems like it was yesterday, honestly. Um, Talked Seahawks because that was right in the middle of all that Russell Wilson things. Me and you were just talking about how crazy that just flipped. It's almost like nothing happened either. It was just all of a sudden the media, I think it was the media just decided, Hey, no, actually Russell's going to stay in Seattle. And now they're the favorites to win the NFC West.
1: Yeah, Russell came out and made comments that all franchise quarterbacks should be allowed to make, which is like, hey, I can't do this runaround thing forever and my hips and body's going to be broken. Go ahead and check my stats because they say I was the most hit quarterback in like the last three seasons. So let's sure this thing up. And then and then the media was just like, Russell wants out. He said he wants to go to Vegas and become a stripper. And I was just like, <laughs> so, whoa pump the brakes he said he gave a list of four teams he'd like to be traded to if pete carroll and uh, i think it's john schneider right don't get their business together like i need you guys to give me some protection he's fine with the weapons you think he wants to leave like a 23 year old dj metcalf there's no way he wants to leave this guy because he knows what he can do with him he loves tyler lockett so the fact that We went through this thing where like, and I was joking with you. Everybody was like, Seahawks are going to be last in this division. The Cardinals added a couple of, you know, uh, retired players, you know, guys on their way up. (laughs) They're skyrocketing. They let go of Kenyon Drake. Like, all of a sudden, the Cardinals were like a team on the rise. And then the Rams get Stafford and the Seahawks are garbage. And it's like, wait, now, now Russell's fine. They add... 38-year-old Gabe Jackson from uh from the Raiders. Yeah. And the Seahawks are back on top of the division. What? I Yeah. I and
0: and I think that's why we've like we we've we're both on the same page with this and so is everyone else on our podcast too and we're all just like I, this division's going to be so fun as it always is.
2: Yeah.
0: And but just this whole offseason has been a roller coaster of which team is the favorite. Some people are like I mean, when the Niners before the draft, it was like they're going to take Mac Jones and now they're going to be the worst team in the league because Mac Jones is the worst quarterback in the first round. And it's just it's just been it's been crazy. It's been crazy.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree with that 100 percent because the whole 49ers thing, it was like, oh, they're going to try and trade for Deshaun Watson. then it was like they're winning the Super Bowl. (laughs) <laughs> we don't even need to play the season and yeah. then Deshaun gets in trouble and then it's like oh the 49ers are trading up to the third pick they're gonna take Justin Fields wait no they're not his college roommate Chris Sims said Mac Jones is the best quarterback since you know John Elway what are you talking about Chris right. you insane person and then all of a sudden they take Trey Lance and it's like we got the kid from North Dakota State because this worked out so well last time with Carson Wentz he's the savior it's like everybody if we could take a breath and enjoy what's in front of us trey lance is going into a good system jimmy g needs to be the starter on day one like don't set this kid up to come in and try to take a team with super bowl aspirations if jimmy g gets hurt then of course it's great to have him as opposed to cj bethard or nick mullins or Hoyer brother number right six, exactly never <laughs>
0: So, okay, let's just stay on rookie quarterbacks now since we're, since we're already here. Um, you guys are doing a lot on the Warzone Sports Network. Like, you guys yeah. are doing a big rookie quarterback tournament. I've, what, what is that? Like, what's the I've, – I've, like, seen pictures of it and stuff. Um,
1: so, here's the deal. I'm old, and I don't play video games anymore, but I wanted to start growing our Twitch channel – and so i created the idea was like everybody misses football they want to watch football like i think people would watch shortened simulated versions we'll set up a tournament we'll make sure all top eight rookie quarterbacks start and this thing has been absolutely wild like i'm not gonna lie like in the first round mac jones won in double ot because you can't have ties obviously he wins on double ot he takes two sacks to get to 4th and 37, then hits Gunnar Olszewski down the sideline for like a 68-yard touchdown to win it. And I, no way. I'm freaking losing my mind. I'm going nuts. I picked in this tournament, I picked Kyle Trask because my thought process was, let's get the best defense, which will make the rookie quarterbacks look bad. But Kyle Trask compactor, who I like to call him, he... <laughs> failed me miserably he took like eight sacks that were just terrible like i'm like dude throw the ball away but you can see if you pay attention and watch the games you can see the ai playing favoritism to like who the coaches are so like mac jones is really smart right because he has daniels and belichick he's getting rid of the ball not taking as many bad sacks you have um what's his name uh trey lance who has not run once in two games trey lance spoiler alert anybody who wants to go back and watch this it's on our youtube twitch instagram or twitter trey lance is in the finals and this dude it it looks like he has the pocket awareness of a very savvy aaron Rodgers. like it's ridiculous (laughs) how confident trey lance has looked and i think that's a bit of the kyle shanahan bump that he's getting he hasn't run once um but it's, it's just been a lot of fun and silliness in a way for us to engage and for me to engage with younger people. Because I put down the Madden sticks like, you know, 20 years ago, like it's yeah. been a long time. I mean, I just said my son just turned 15 and he's in there right now playing video games. Mm-hmm. like I just can't feel good about myself <laughs> if I'm playing more video games than my kids, which is what it would take for me to actually be competitive with today's Madden players. So I'm just like, I don't want to get dusted. But oh,
0: that's cool that that's a cool idea for the tournament um yeah,
1: yeah it's been it's been pretty successful we got a lot of brackets turned in i think one of the things we're going to do to kind of keep the, the twitch thing going is we'll, real quick we're also doing a trending show we're basically one of the other guys he puts up memes over my sports rants, which are really fun. There's a good like LeBron James one where I'm like yeah. complaining about the Lakers. And all of a sudden there's like LeBron James looking like Randy Jackson from American Idol is like, he's just super old. And I'm like, That's and awesome. then I, I start doing some LeBron James impressions, but I think with the Madden tournament and the Twitch stuff, one thing we want to do is like, just start polling sports fans and saying like, which rivalries do you want to see replayed? Like, does yeah. anybody want to give the Falcons another shot in that Super Bowl and see if they can not blow a 20, 28 to 3 yeah, lead? Obviously. Or, you know, do we want to see Montana versus Tom Brady in a game?
3: Yeah.
0: It's a
1: lot of fun. Uh, Warzone Sports Network, check it out.
0: We'd like to, um, as Seahawks fans, have the opportunity to run the ball on the one yard line again. <laughs> yes. That would be very nice for us. That, that <laughs> I think that's my pick. <laughs> um, I love it. so I've been I did a lot of research before the draft on rookie quarterbacks especially in drafts where there's in this year you know five quarterbacks in the first round and historically there's only like only two of them maybe turn out to be good quarterbacks and then there's like maybe two that are mediocre and the rest are just bad who do you think has the best shot at being the the guy in this draft because there's i mean 5 in the top 15 who's your who's your if you had to you had, you had to put your chips on one guy who who are you going with
1: i definitely have an answer and i'll go by tiers in this and, and just to preface this for the audience out there i i've been watching football for 30 years and i think that one of the great things that all young people have is you guys just have information and access to all of this stuff these guys are coming in much more prepared than the guys that I was Peyton Manning was one in 15 or whatever his rookie year but you still knew he was going to succeed because of where he came from Ryan Leaf did not have the same foundation but all of these kids that are coming in they all have similar foundations because they all have access to the Peyton Manning football camps they all have uh, you know elite 12 or whatever with Dilfer that these kids are going to and like I'm looking at my my nephew right now, my, my little brother, this kid's like playing football in Arizona and New Mexico and Southern California. It's just like, he's all over the place and he's a stud and someday we'll be talking about my nephew being drafted. Anyways, let's focus on this class right here. Trevor Lawrence to me is he was the safest, the sort of the lock pick at number one, which makes sense. And I think he'll be stable for Jacksonville I like him as sort of the number 2 in this class. The guy that I like the best is Trey Lance because of where he f- because of where he fell. Yeah. It's very rare for a team coming off of a Super Bowl to be picking this high but when your pretty boy quarterback gets knocked out you get a high draft pick and you can move up even a little bit further. So I like him because he's going to come in in sort of a Russell situation. He's going to have a really good defense and he's going to have a smart uh, coaching staff around him. Um, And then I would say, I think Justin Fields can succeed. The problem there is the bears have never had a quarterback and you have a super desperate coach in Matt Nagy trying to keep his job ryan pace trying to keep his job but i think justin fields is just immensely talented and the fact that he fell where he fell i think right over here over this shoulder you can't maybe you know listening audience you can't see it i'll describe it for you it's a nightmare it's a brett Favre jersey from the jets when the packers ruined my life and they sent my favorite player of all time to the to the new york jets but they drafted zach wilson I think the only way for this to work out is they need to go to the bears and say, Hey, uh, we don't want to take a huge cap hit. So if you guys pay some of this money, we'll take Nick Foles off your hands. I bring in Nick Foles. I say, you're going to play the first five, six games. You're going to run this kid through the gauntlet of what it is. If you're going to bring him in and think that he's going to save it, we're just seeing the same thing over again. We're seeing Sam Darnold. We're seeing, right. I've lived through all this nightmare. Mark Sanchez and Chad Pennington was good, but didn't have the arm talent. Just over and you know, over. Geno Smith, just it doesn't matter. The Jets just don't seem to get the process of winning very well. Um, I like Matt Jones, and it pisses me off a little bit that, that he fell to 15. Seriously. Like, Belichick didn't even have to use anything, and he gets a guy. And this is the other. People are like, Mac Jones can't play. Do you think Bill Belichick, whose best buddies with Saban, would have taken him if if Nick Saban would have said, "My guy, my guy's not it. He doesn't right. have a shot at the next level. He's gonna have. He's gonna have Josh McDaniels. He's gonna have time. They're, they're, he's gonna be fine there." Um, did I miss who? Did I miss those are the top five, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just a little shout out quickly, Kellen Mond landed in a tremendous spot he's got a wonderful leader in Kirk Cousins I totally agree he's going to get to play there when he does come in Zimmer's a defensive head coach yeah and I think at some point they're going to say this kid's athleticism his arm is everything let's see if we can't move this uh this Kirk Cousins somewhere else and we can move on and Kellen Mond will come in year two with Justin Jefferson yeah I mean look at his
0: and you got Dalvin Cook, too. The running game is set up beautifully. Like you said, defensive-minded head coach, a guy that can run, dual threat. I, I think that, especially since we there's those three quarterbacks that went, did they go in consecutive picks, um, Trask, Mond, and Mills? Uh, maybe like three out of four picks or something?
1: Yeah, it was all kind of clustered there in the third round, I believe.
0: Right, and so the difference between going to Minnesota versus houston where david mills goes i mean kellen mon got very lucky that minnesota was where he landed i mean houston that's a horrible spot to land i I can't even imagine if your name gets called and you're like really houston that's where i'm i mean seriously that's where (laughs) i have to go play it's (laughs) horrible
1: it's a mess i feel bad for davis mills actually has potential he had the knee injury in college uh which i, I didn't know much about Na- davis mills and then i was when i look and i'm like he's actually pretty good he didn't have a ton of talent there at stanford yeah. and he made the best of what he had but houston is just like what a, train wreck of a situation
0: i know i know such a bummer okay last thing nfl wise there's a lot of julio jones rumors what do you think is going to happen there? Do you think we see him in, in a Falcons uniform week one, or do you think he's traded? I think after June 1st, they get that cap, whatever. I don't understand no. that fully, but that's just what I've been hearing. Um, what's your What's your thoughts on that?
1: Um, yeah, I don't want to go into the cap thing either. It's kind of boring. But yes, <laughs> right. after June 1st, uh, I believe he's gone no matter what. And I think it's who comes with the best draft pick or yeah. the best player, right? there's one of the guys at Warzone is a huge chargers fan and he's like hey mike williams in a third or a fifth right like bring him out here you got a young quarterback he's going to get to play it's warm uh he can thrive out here i think the best spot for him is probably the colts because like they that. don't have a true number one michael Pittman jr could get a little more maybe a little more space to operate there. You still have T.Y. Hilton who can stretch the field. I think he's still got some legs left. And then you're really setting up Carson Wentz to succeed. Um, I've heard some other, this morning there was a rumor that he said he wants to go to the Patriots. And I was like, right. no, that statement's got to be from 2017. He's not, he doesn't, <laughs> he that wasn't this year. That was like four years ago, right? Um, I, don't, I definitely don't think he's back in Atlanta. And I think for Atlanta, if you can get a defensive piece or a younger piece and maybe a, a pick for Julio, I think it's time to say, like, hey, man, we love you. And someday you will be inducted into every ring of Hall of Fame. We, You ever come back to Atlanta, you never drop a dime in this city, Yeah. but we got to move on and and figure something out.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Well, and that's the only – that's the cap part I do understand is that Julio's cap hit is ginormous. And for a guy that's not playing very much, he's kind of old. Like, he hasn't he's, – he's been hurt every season, it seems like. You know, the Falcons, I think they're just going in two opposite directions. And some team is going to be like, Julio's going to really help us. And I don't – yeah, I don't see a reason why a team wouldn't shell out. Mike Williams in a third or a fifth, that's nothing to, for the Chargers. If you get Julio for a couple seasons –
1: yeah. You, you bring him out here. He's a bigger name. He sells like Mike Williams is beloved to Charger fans, not to just the average NFL fan. Like I live here in L.A. and if Julio Jones came, he's getting thrown up on some billboards like you yeah. should see what they did with Kawhi Leonard in the city. He's just plastered everywhere. It's like this. Come on. It's the Clippers, bro. Nobody cares. <laughs> Moving on. Right. We're good. All right.
0: Um, let's go. Let's talk about the Lakers. Speaking of L.A., Let's talk about your Lakers.
1: Let's do it. Goodness gracious, was that a playing game or what? First half of that game, they play like absolute garbage. Uh, can I go off for a second go, here? Go go off. Dennis Schroeder comes back after covid protocol vacancy time off delay whatever the hell they're calling it these days and just starts jacking up threes i get it you want to try and impress your next employer but not on our watch homie like you get back into the game you get back into the flow you stop jacking up threes you you stop just trying to create all the stuff if you want to do something get to the rack like you can still drive you're still quick His defense was a little iffy, but he's all over the place. AD just posted up shooting threes. I'm like, this isn't a shoot around, homie. You're 6'11 being guarded by Draymond Green. Get down there and bust him up. I don't want to hear about Draymond's leverage. If If you are a max player, you cannot be guarded by that. If he has a bad game in the finals against Joel Embiid, I'm fine with it. But I don't want him getting busted up by Draymond Green, undersized guy, For four quarters and then just settling for three point shots. Andre Drummond looks lost out there for the whole game. LeBron looks sad and depressed. They keep cutting to him. They're showing graphics of the Lakers top three scores shooting two for 25.
0: That's exactly what I was just going to bring up, that graphic that they showed right before half or at halftime. Oh, my gosh. We
1: were, we were live streaming. Uh, we did like a little watch party for these. And we're doing a bunch of them over on Warzone Sports Network on YouTube. I shut it off at halftime. I was like, I don't know if I'm coming back. I don't know. I went and did the dishes. I went and found my emotional support puppy. I'm in there just like breathing. I refilled the whiskey. And I just like talked to myself. I was like, you know what? It's just, was fine. Vogel's not going to screw us over like that. Vogel gets it. Yeah. Here's the plan for the Lakers. And I have the Lakers beating the Suns. Well, we'll get to that in a second, but I have faith that Vogel knows everything is going to go through LeBron James, 36 year old, bad ankle, you know, pirate patch LeBron James in these yeah. playoffs and he needs to put whoever he's most comfortable out there with. And he did that in the second half. We saw more Caruso. People want to bash Caruso. I'm telling you, as somebody who watches every second of Laker games, everybody should want to Caruso on their team. This guy totally. dives after balls, plays amazing defense. He will give you every ounce of what average talent he has. And that's more than you can say for a lot of guys. Um, I also like spurts of Wesley Matthews. I want to see more Marquise Morris, the better Morris twin we have here on the Lakers, not on the Clippers. This guy has heart and he's aggressive. I want to see more Kuzma. Kuzma has this desire to, he's like a young kid who's trying to get his dad's attention. He's like, look, LeBron, look at me. You see what I did? I made that three-pointer. I got you an assist. (laughs) I love that need to please. Like He's so eager to be like, I'm a baller. I, I want to see more of those guys and less of the forcing of Schroeder. I love Dennis Schroeder. They will not win a championship without him playing clutch. He just can't come back and play the way he did. And now that Drummond is in the mix, too. So there's gonna be a little bit of adjustment period at the beginning of this series with the Suns, but overall I still have a lot of faith and and I'm very happy. Uh, about the playoffs and where the Lakers are at right
0: now yeah this I mean for the NBA in this experiment with this playing game it was a great game for them to have I mean this that Lakers Warriors like couldn't have gone any perfectly more perfect for the the NBA were you like how impressed were you that Steph kept it that close because that was an unbelievable game by him
1: what the hell bro like come on stop the energizer bunny over here he ran around ran around he reminds me about you guys want to see the uh, the older version of this it's rip hamilton for the pistons or reggie miller like these yeah. guys used to do the same thing they would run people ragged he'll run on consecutive possessions and not touch the ball but as soon as the defender slips off i was very impressed they were definitely selling out to stop him, and the dude still had like thirty something points. Um, uh, it's it's Steph Curry, and yeah, I think that the play in overall was a success. I don't ever want to see it back again because I totally agree. They kind of screwed themselves. They're not getting Steph Curry. The Warriors were part of the two best play in games, and they're not getting him. What they are getting is they're getting Ja Morant, which I'm a huge fan of. I have said that I would have like Ja over Zion. I just yeah. feel like long-term Ja is – he's a little crazy and erratic and very up and down in his play. But if you watch in the biggest game of his life last night against the Warriors, this dude balled when it mattered. Shot For the sure. three well. He was leading his team. And I think that he will sort of get things under control and grow. And this is a great – learning experience that he's about to get slapped around by the Utah Jazz. Veteran coaching players like they're just ready. They might take them a game to reincorporate Donovan Mitchell, but I got that series in in four or five games in the first round, but I just love the opportunity for him to get some playoff minutes under his belt yeah. because this Memphis team, they're a piece or two away and they could be really competing in the Western Conference.
0: Those two teams remind me a little bit of each other. Like Utah's was Memphis a couple years ago. Yeah. Like they and so I totally agree. Memphis is a and they're a really young, fun team to watch. They've got like I think you you said a couple pieces away for for them.
1: And I maybe the pieces might actually even be on the team. They just need more time to develop. Like I like sure. Desmond Bain. I think he's a very good player, aggressive defender. I like uh what's his name? Kyle Landerson. Uh, yeah. he's, he's kind of slow. He kind of plays basketball like an old man, but there's nothing wrong with that. THC is the same way. They both, <laughs> they both look like old people out there, but they're effective. Uh, Valachunas is a very aggressive, good center has yeah. a little bit of playoff experience with the Raptors. So I, I like, I like them, um, to take, to take a step forward. And as long as it's led by John Morant, that's really what you need is that, that point guard definitely Touch, touches the ball, gets assists, can fill it up. So I'm I'm excited to see those games, even though I don't really believe they'll be that close because the Jazz are for real people.
0: I agree. So you are, I'm assuming you're happier as a Lakers fan that you guys are playing the Suns rather than the Jazz.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think think just you don't want to try and figure things out against a team that is as good defensively as the Jazz are. Like that's the thing that people, a lot of people sleep on is that when the playoffs start in the NBA, defense matters. And that's one thing that the Lakers have is really great defense, but you don't want to be trying to figure things out offensively against a really great defense. So it is better to get the Suns. Um, I would have preferred the Nuggets, honestly, because the Lakers just kind of own the Nuggets. And they have so so many big bodies. Not that you can really stop the Joker, who is hands down the MVP this year, but you can at least bother him a little bit more, make it tougher on him because they have athletic bigs to stay with him when he's running that point forward position. So the Suns are the best case scenario. If LeBron is going to, you know, take half the season off for a high ankle sprain and AD is going to miss for tendinosis or whatever. I don't know.
0: (laughs) So is the, are, are the jazz, do you think the jazz are the biggest competition for the Lakers in the West?
1: And the Clippers, the, I mean, yeah. The Clippers really do have – they can play defense when they want. It's just – it's for some reason they lose focus. You know, my yeah. brother-in-law is a huge Clippers fan, and we just keep going back and forth and back and <laughs> forth. If Kawhi plays defense, Paul George is a great defender. Like, they yeah. can bother LeBron, especially at 36 years old. They can – I mean, they can't shut him down because he's a bully, but right. they can affect his game and how – his effectiveness. Um, and I think that Pat Bev is annoying. He, you know, he can. Yeah. So I think the Clippers and the jazz, um, are there, but really it comes all down when it comes to the Lakers. If Vogel does not figure out this rotation, the Suns are going to, the Suns are going to dominate in this series. Like he's got a couple of games in Phoenix to figure it out. And maybe, maybe the Lakers could steal game one or something, you know, the Suns have had a couple of days off. Maybe the Lakers can come out and steal game one and then tinker with the lineup a little bit more in game two. But if yeah. you get back to L.A. for game three and you're still messing around with the with the rotation, it's going to take Herculean efforts by A.D., LeBron, and then a third player, Kuzma, yeah. Caruso, somebody to like really step up and take game three to, to balance out the series a bit.
0: Yeah, especially in that first half of that Warriors game, it seemed like the rotation was just lost. I mean, Drummond was playing some weird minutes. Um, yeah, it, it was a mess.
1: Yeah, it was it was very aggravating to watch them <laughs> getting busted up by Toscano Anderson. I'm like, yeah. he's a nice player, guys, but feel free to rotate over to him once Curry gets rid of the ball.
4: Yeah, there was like for sure. four
1: guys on Steph Curry. And nobody on Jordan Poole or Anderson <laughs> or Green or anybody. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, what about the East? Do you do you have you have the Nets? I mean, that's what everyone has, it seems like.
1: Um, I I haven't fully made up my mind yet. Um, I am leaning towards I'm leaning towards an Eastern Conference final of just the top two, of the Sixers and the Nets. Me too, right? Me too. And I haven't I want to see that. I have, so I just put my first round uh, predictions. I'm making a post uh, about it right now, trying to edit all that. It's so much, it's so much work to try and be trendy with you young people. I can't just open up my phone and be like, hey, this is what I think. I'm an asshole. Tell me what you think. <laughs> I have to like make it look all fancy and nice. I know. So people engage with it. But I'll say this it's got, it's like a lure in fishing. Like it's got to be the shiniest yeah, right. one. You're not catching right. a bass without some. I think the, I think that the Sixers, if healthy, are hands down the best team because one, they play defense and they can score.
4: Mm -hmm. So it's
1: not like everybody's like, we've never seen a team with this much firepower as the Nets. Sure. There's a reason we've never seen this much, you know, ball needy players on one squad and that they they don't offer much else on the other end of the court but you have Joel Embiid who I believe when healthy is the best player in basketball. He is Shaquille O'Neal who can shoot threes.
0: Right, exactly. Unstoppable.
1: He just has to string together, you know, 25 games in a row where he can stay healthy and the dude is an absolute monster. Yeah. Um, and Ben Simmons to me was defensive player of the year. I love perimeter defense and somebody who can bother like that. So I'm leaning towards the Sixers in probably six or seven games in the Eastern conference and representing, like, if you told me today, you got to pick one, I'm just going to bet that Embiid's going to stay healthy. I like Seth Curry making yeah. big shots. I think he's a, he's a big, we saw it in the playoffs before with him. He's a big time shot taker and maker. So I'm going to go with the Sixers. I have a little bit of hope, a smidgen of hope for the Bucks. <laughs> because I think drew holiday is a very good defender. And in the yeah. second round, if we get bucks nets, I could definitely see a scenario where drew holidays scoring suffers a little bit, but his defense is kind of what really gives a little bit of an edge. And I also think that we've seen Giannis has a tough test because the heat put him out in the first round or the second round last year with that wall that they built. Yeah. I don't think that'll be the same issue. I, don't better now. I think that game's going on right now. But I think we will see him get past that. And then it's like, what sort of wall are they going to build with the Nets? What, like yeah. all of a sudden they're just, their defense is going to improve in the play. And I don't, I'm not buying that. So I could see the Bucks knocking off the Nets in the second round. Um, but I, I want to see how these teams are playing. I want to see how tough this first series is uh, for the Bucs in the heat. And I'll, in this, I'm going to say this right now. Nobody can ever tell me again, the Giannis is MVP if he loses in the first round. I'd... I don't care if it's to the heat. If he loses in the first round, I will never entertain MVP conversation again for Giannis. You're,
0: uh, you're preaching to the choir over here, <laughs> my man. I mean, I cannot agree more. Um, okay, last, last question. Do you really think LeBron saw three rims? And if he did, why did he have to tell us about it? Okay.
1: LeBron James came to Hollywood so that he could finally fit in with all of his drama and all of his acting, right? I'm I'm an actor, like, by by trade. I spent the last 10 years of my life auditioning and doing all sorts of stuff. You, you kind of embellish. You like it. You, you love to create this narrative that you couldn't. Oh, like, I was seeing three rims. He makes the shot, and then he looks at Steph, and he's like, I can't see. I can't. Really, LeBron? Like, you didn't. Dude, he was acting like that one kid who's like, you know, oh, I had too many beers. I, w- I drove home with one eye. Shut your mouth. You didn't do this stupid thing that you said you did. Nobody right. believes you. I love the whole LeBron. Like, he, he didn't even know what injury to fake when he fell to the floor. I was like, <laughs> It's like, like his re- head. <laughs> we need a better cinematographer for LeBron games. Like, we need to bring in whoever does Scorsese movies so that they can be like, let's zoom in tight on the leg oh no, no, he's grabbing his head. Like we need to figure out like quickly, we can't do the wide shot because he's like, oh, my knee, my neck, my back, my head, my eye. Oh, and then he settles on the eye. He did get poked in the eye. Yeah. The thing I was worried about when they showed in slow motion was the bent knee and ankle when he came down to the floor. He he definitely, I saw three rims and I just aimed at the one in the middle. He's so smart because you know this guy is like, he's from the new generation. He's building his own documentaries as he as he goes through. Oh, this will be a, gr- a great quote. Remember the three-rim game? Oh, yeah, and then he'll be sitting there, and he'll be like, Draymond poked me in the eye, and there was 17 rim-. By the time he makes the documentary, he'll be like, bro, seven, I thought I was going to lose an eye. I detached right. the retina in uh, the playing yeah. game <laughs> against the Warriors. It's like just these tall tales of LeBron James. It's such – it's theater. It's theater yeah. at its finest. He plays the game. I love LeBron, but give me a break, LeBron. This is three rims and I just <laughs> aimed at the center of one. Get out of here.
0: I am uh, I'm glad that you can say that because it's there's probably I mean when it comes to most fans of teams, they defend their players at all costs and I like how you said I I love LeBron, but that was over the top.
1: Oh, he he flops with the best of them. Like I can't def- I can't defend Everything that's what you will never get from me is like the defense of something that everybody else can see. Like, I can't go out there and be like, Oh, LeBron has legitimate beef on every single play. When I talk to Laker fans, they're like, He doesn't complain that much. I'm like, I don't, you need to get a bigger TV because (laughs) you gotta like this guy is out there every time talking to the refs. Uh, I I see it, you should be able to see it too. Um, I'm pumped about it. Who are you are? You a, a NBA fan? You got a team? I know they took away your your Super Sonics, but
0: yeah, um, I, I'm a Portland fan. My dad grew up in Vancouver, Washington, which is right across the bridge from Portland. So I'm not diehard Portland or anything, but yeah. they're my team. If yeah,
1: but game time, it's all I love it. I have I have the Blazers upsetting the Nuggets in the first round, so we can have more of these MVP gets knocked out before he even gets the trophy conversations. It's just like, I love it.
0: Seriously. No, Dame is so fun to watch too. So I, it's there. I like, I love, I love watching them. Even though, even though they've been, seems like the same story, you know, where they get into the playoffs, but they're not good enough to win it. Like, you know, they're not good enough to win it before the playoffs even start, but they're just still so fun to watch. And Dame's going to have those games where you just can't miss.
1: Well, one or two tweaks, you know, like we don't know Donovan Mitchell's situation. I mean, I, I want every player in the NBA to stay as healthy as possible, right? Because that is when it's, I want to see the best. If the Lakers are going to lose, I want them to lose at the best of the best of competition. You know, that, that CP3 hamstring injury in the the, uh, the Western Conference Finals a few years ago, it broke my heart because the yeah. Warriors Rockets, that was just, they were smashing it. Um I like I like your Blazers though. I do. I like them to get out of the first round and who knows what can happen after that. I just think they have enough enough firepower to get past the Nuggets in the first round.
0: Agreed. I think I think they might be making some some moves this offseason, though. If they even if they get past the Nuggets, if they get embarrassed by the Lakers or the Suns, but I think it's I think it'll be the Lakers. If they get embarrassed, I think they might might be the end of CJ in Portland. I don't know. They have to do something because it's been the same thing over and over again, you know?
1: Well, I think Portland suffers from a lot of that. Uh, it's not a sexy destination, you know? Like, sure. I don't know what the tax regulations are up in that part of the world, <laughs> but like a lot of people like, I want to go play in there's this no, place. No,
0: no sales tax-, tax in Oregon.
1: There you go. Start selling. That's what everybody does with Florida. They're like, you don't pay any tax in Florida. I'm like, yeah, right. but there's also a bunch of crazy weird people <laughs> yeah, for trust sure. me my dad who owes me a bunch of child support lives in florida that guy's a scumbag you don't want to be in a state with that animal um i can say that he's my father i can take personal shots at that loser i, I like i like portland it's uh it's good this the nba playoffs is going to be fun i really appreciate you guys having me on and i talked i bogarted the mic i was all over it just no big.
0: dude it's i love talking with you it's it was, it was a great time i appreciate you coming on
1: Anytime brother. And we can do shorter ones too. You can say, Hey, you only have five minutes. <laughs> Keep it short there. Mister. No,
0: it's perfect. It's perfect. We'll, we'll talk soon. Uh, I'm excited for the NBA playoffs as well. It's going to be so much fun.
1: Awesome. Appreciate you brother.
0: All right, man. Have a good one. Take care. All right. Welcome back everybody to the game chat podcast. It is Monday, May 24th, two thirty PM pacific time um all the boys are here we're on zoom um matthew eli and brandon is joining us this time he he we were able to fit he was able to fit us in in his busy schedule so thank yes, you brandon that's
2: yes, yes. my pleasure
0: <laughs> yeah no problem um okay so i think we're going to put this part of the podcast after the interview that i did on saturday with tony tucker matthew me and matthew did a interview on his show what was that two or three months ago now talking about Russell Wilson? Uh, he's awesome. So I really hope you guys enjoyed that interview. He was, that was great. We talked NBA, talked a little NFL too. Um, yeah. He's just fun to talk to. So I think we're going to have that be the first section of the podcast. And then now we're just going to talk. There's a lot going on. We were talking about this right before we started recording that there is a lot going on in sports right now for it being the end of may like memorial day weekend's just around the corner and there's a lot going on in sports so i was like i don't know earlier in the week i texted you guys and i was like maybe we do a fantasy draft on this show and then as just the as the weekend happened i was like there's enough news to talk that we could probably talk for 30 40 minutes and save the fantasy draft for when there's no no sports (laughs) going on so i feel like this is a good time just for us to talk about the news and stuff like that and um uh, and yeah but I want to do a fantasy draft eventually I think that'd be fun do like a like a 2v2 draft or something like that or I don't know I'm I'm just I've been thinking about our dynasty league that I think we're gonna start and I'm like getting hyped for fantasy football like we always <laughs> were me, me and Cole oh, and Mitch yeah. are throwing the ball in the back like throwing the football in the backyard and I'm like so like, who would you guys pick with the number two pick in the in the dynasty draft? I don't know. We're just talking about it. I'm like, I am really excited for fantasy football. This is kind of the time where football is just around the corner and it's been off for a while. I'm like, man, I just can't wait for fantasy football.
2: Too early. I'm gonna start my uh, the uh, mock drafts already.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, get, <laughs> I do way too many of those. <coughs> um. Okay. So we have any – anywhere you guys want to start? I was just going to start with Phil Mickelson winning the PGA championship. Did you guys watch that at all this weekend?
4: Yeah, I watched the last round. Yeah, me too. I watched Sunday only. But, wow.
0: (laughs) Eli, did not watch it? Is that what you're saying?
3: No, I didn't watch it. Wow, shocker. Sorry, that was <laughs> that
1: all jokes aside. All ju- all oh, aside goosebumps. No,
0: keep
2: it
3: coming.
2: <laughs> goosebumps, man. When he's walking up to that last hole, I mean, it's so good to have people back in sports. I mean, watching everybody rally around him, everybody yelling around him, you know, it's, it gave me goosebumps to see that again. And it was really cool to see, I mean, just the golf community kind of rally around him, you know?
0: I didn't realize he was, that was, he's the oldest player to ever win a major. Um,
2: 50 years in like two months or whatever it was. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: That surprised me that. Yeah, he was the oldest and yeah, like you said, the seeing the fans back was awesome. Because we hadn't really you don't really realize how much you miss it even even when sports are back, you're like, "Oh, it's fine, sports are back." And now with the fans, it's like it, it feels like it's fully back, you know. Mm-hmm. And that we I thought we I thought he was going to like die in that crowd. They should <laughs> he <they showed laughs> <him, they laughs> was getting bop. swarmed. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. And then Brooks Brooks is also hitting a shot on the opposite side of the fairway. <laughs> And The the mob is following Phil as he's going up to the green, and Phil breaks free, and then Brooks is still 20 rows deep, and people, like, he's <laughs> to, I was like, I think we lost Brooks, like, he's just <laughs> done. Um, Brooks didn't look too happy about it. <laughs> he, he, oh, I can't. I, he I, I he was be... stone-faced, walking
4: up yeah. and signed Phil's car. Apparently he, he had, pissed. like, a knee injury or something, oh, really? like, people were bumping his knee or something, well, was, he's, I don't know
0: he's like recovering from one. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. I imagine it probably wasn't the greatest thing for his knee to be in a crowd of people. Uh, <laughs> right. And it probably didn't help that he was losing also. Yeah. But yeah, it was, um, it was a great tournament. I was watch, I was at work in the, in the golf shop and we had like 10 people probably that had just checked in for their tee time. And they were just watching it with us in the pro shop because everyone, I mean, everyone's like, we got to see Phil.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, so it was cool. He's, he's, great for golf he's not 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 tiger but i think besides tiger probably one of the probably the biggest needle mover in golf like i don't know to you guys who are pretty casual golf fans i imagine if it's not phil you're like there's probably not a ton of guys that you're what you're you're tuning into right phil's too for sure
2: fine tiger i don't know just for me i don't really watch a lot of golf but when i do watch i know like when Tiger was there, it's Tiger and Phil. And yeah, then, I don't know, like, like, obviously, Bubba Watson with that one shot he had, he kind of broke social media and, and sports center and stuff. So, obviously, if you watch
0: any type of sports, you'll see that. But, I but think like, like yeah, so that's two. what I'm saying. Like, as a non golf fan, after Tiger, like, who else are you? What else would make you tune in to like, because you got you, Brandon and Matthew, you guys both said you watched, I'm guessing, because you saw like because it was Phil, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Is there is there anyone else like Eli chime in too? If there's like, is there any name in golf that would make you tune in other than Tiger and Phil? <laughs> Louis Oostenhausen, just for the name. <laughs> 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 but no,
2: it's Phil. And I, I that's why I tuned in. Like I yeah. like Brooks too. Like I don't, I don't watch a lot of golf. But I don't know who Brooks Koepka is, and I like watching him. But it was for Phil. Like I want to see Phil win it. So
4: yeah, I mean, for me, I really enjoy like the matches they've been doing with like you bring in Tom Brady, you bring in <laughs> yeah. you know, Peyton Manning, Charles mm-hmm, Barkley. Mm-hmm. I love that pairing that with like Tiger and Phil, yeah. because you get to see like the huge differences between, and I don't feel like you get to see that a lot just because you, you know, with everything else going on, you know, and you have a ton of really, really good golfers going, but I really like those matches. And I've, I watched both of them like start to end. And like, yeah. I've never done that with any other golf event. Like, I tuned in for the last like few holes yesterday, but I just, yeah, I really enjoy that just to see. I like them being mic'd up and being more, like, casual about right. it. That's, like, the part I really enjoy. Um, So that's something for me that I really like watching. Yeah. Eli, do you have anything?
3: No, I don't have much. I didn't I never really got a chance to watch it, so I don't. <laughs> I don't have much to say about it.
2: Yeah, I, I think agree the, with Matthew though about like the turn, like the the, the Tom Brady stuff. Like, I feel like that adds a lot bigger audience.
0: Yeah, I want them to do one with uh, like Curry, Mahomes, Tony Romo. I think those are potentially guys that they could mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, bring in. And then the only, I think, I think the next two after. Phil and Tiger are probably Rory and Jordan Spieth. I would say those guys are – I think those two are nor, like probably golf ca- like golf casual watchers that like probably even – like probably more invested than you three are in golf. But like if those guys are winning an a major on a Sunday, everyone's going to tune in. Yeah. Um, Because like Tiger, everyone in the w- w- sports world tunes in. Phil, it's a little less, but it's a lot of people. And I'd say next are probably – Oh, Jordan and Roy, but it was a lot of fun that I talked about it a little bit last week. That course plays really well on TV just because it's right next to the water and it's like a really visually pleasing course. And I like it when the scores are low. Like that's my personal thing when I watch golf. Like I think Phil won and he was six under. I think it's better than that's better than a 20 under winning a tournament, you know? So I think it's more fun when they're a little bit more human and stuff like that so and then you got like bryson DeChambeau hit his pitching wedge like 210 yards uh on one of the holes and i was like "Ah, oh, yeah that's pretty sick like yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a reminder these guys aren't at all human but um all right uh what's next and M- have you guys watched any nba playoffs yes um eli a little bit i feel like that's probably mm-hmm, none but bit. um
3: that's okay Okay, I I've watched I watched half of the Memphis game last night, the second half.
0: Okay, and yeah, then, that was that was surprising to me that they beat Utah. Me too. Um, yeah. I thought Donovan Mitchell, I, that was a game I, I caught the second half as well because I was working. But Donovan Mitchell, like they said he was going to play, and then he was a super late scratch. Apparently he was pissed at the team for not letting him play.
2: It's like two hours before, right? Or something like that. Yeah. I
0: remember seeing the alert. It's like, Donovan Mitchell's out tonight. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, and then, and then Memphis won. Memphis, good. For, they've got a, yeah. they've got a good little, uh little team over there. They're, I think they could give Utah trouble. Like, they could make a long series if Mitchell doesn't play or if he plays and he's not super effective. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what Utah's banking on is that, that he, he's just, they're gonna. He's gonna be healthy, and he's gonna come back and be fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully,
2: maybe that's what's sitting him for. You know, just give him a little bit more of a break. But
0: yeah, because it's only one game, and I don't know that first game doesn't usually matter a ton. Um, well, let's just go through um, the series. Is yeah, I mean, there's mm-hmm. only been game two's start tonight. Yep. Um, Lakers, Suns. Okay, we. <laughs> Matthew, you're a you're a LeBron guy, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm definitely a LeBron guy. Okay, so I talked to um, Tony Tucker about this um, on Saturday. So they hadn't played the Suns game yet. Did you guys watch the Warriors Lakers game? Because that mm-hmm. eye thing pissed me yeah. off. I was I like, i like, oh, well, Yeah. When, yeah. when he was thing, like, I see, yeah. I saw three rims. I was like, bro. <laughs> So I shot.
2: So I shot the middle one.
0: Yeah, I was right. like, if you did, if you did see three rims, you did not need to tell us. Like, it sounds I so saw dumb. Three rims. Yeah, but and I it shot, it shot sucks the middle because one because it was such a great shot. It that's, really that's what. That's what's like. It's tough that we we're now we're now we're talking about the eye thing rather than how good the shot was.
4: Yeah, I mean, it is interesting that he like wasn't wearing glasses or goggles or anything in <laughs> game one, but yeah. I don't know. At the same time, I feel like part of it's because it's LeBron. Like Chris Paul has this really weird shoulder injury in that you know first game, and hundred percent like mad respect to him for coming back. But it was just such a weird thing. But like the media, the way the media treated it was he's a hero, he's amazing. (laughs) But like and like I I know LeBron is just like the most one of the most hated figures in like sports right because he's most he's one of the most beloved and the most hated like it's so unique but like the LeBron thing and I I, I totally get it but like LeBron hate from that and then Chris Paul is a hero for coming back from a weird like and then people blame LeBron for it for a second they're like oh LeBron went by him and like maybe just like nudged him a little bit (laughs) and it's like okay okay
0: but then it's the nba it's so bad but then lebron had one of the most the all-time that's an all-time flop
1: what happened
0: on that box out free throw and big cat did this whole rant on Mm -hmm. it and part of my take so i'm not going to steal it so listen to that if you Mm -hmm. if you want to but he goes on this huge rant about how lebron is laying on the ground after he got boxed out, it's like, okay, come on. That's, first of all, everyone knew it was mm-hmm. a flop. And then there was like a little fight. Like, I think it was Cameron Payne or something. Mm-hmm. And some of the Suns and Lakers players get in a fight. And if you watch LeBron, the camera goes from zooming in on LeBron, like laying down hurt, to then it shifts over to the fight. And LeBron mm-hmm. literally gets up, walks to where the fight was, which is away from the bench, <laughs> then lays down and has the players <laughs> come check on him. It's like... Dude, come on. It's it the NBA. Weird. It's the exactly. NBA fault. Then, they rewarded it. They reward it. It's their fault. And to go off of that, <laughs> LeBron also goes to a tequila event for like a, a big mm-hmm. event for his tequila with like Drake and all that. And and I think it the the part that pisses me off about this is not that he went, because he's probably he's I don't know what LeBron is, but he's probably vaccinated. The event was probably fine. But it's that it was lebron and if it's i feel like if it's any other player they get a two-game suspension yeah, players have been suspended.
4: Get suspended i'm pretty sure I players have been suspended
0: was. all year from doing stuff like this but because yeah. it's lebron and it's game one of the playoffs he does not get suspended and that's again like, where it's the like he, runs the he runs the NBA. he runs the mb yeah where that's yeah. where it's like okay right like, oh, are you kidding me and mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah so there's there's that. been
0: that's three stupid. things in the past like week of lebron mm-hmm. that's just been really annoying and it I don't know. It sucks that it it takes away from the the thing that he did on the court, mostly against the Warriors. And I think he he's probably they're probably going to win the series against the Suns. He does this so often where they lose game one and then he comes yeah, back. They come back right. And, and it's feared, and yeah. it's sucks because he is so great, but then he does stuff like this where it's just it makes him really hard for me personally to like. him. Right. That, you, you said it best where he's just it's it's one of the weirdest circumstances in sports like there's never been a player that's more polarizing than him
4: Mm -hmm. yeah i mean to transition to the playing game stuff if it's not curry i watched the other i watched the second plan as well was it memphis against the warriors but if it's not curry and or lebron i'm not watching the playing game 100 like and i feel like that's part of the thing where they talked about i i liked what they're doing but if a big name like that is not playing in the playing game, I'm probably not watching. And yeah, they, kinda, they, I think they really got lucky this year that it was Curry. For sure, they
0: took a victory lap, and I'm like, right. If it's not, if it's,
4: if it's Pistons Bowls, no one's watching. Yeah, I I need the big names playing against each other, and they have to be the big names. Like even if it was like the Celtics against, I don't know, some other, you know. Yeah. Not not the nuggets, but I don't know. Any team like that. I'm Jason Tatum. I love Jason Tatum. Probably not watching that game, I'm, yeah. if I'm being honest.
0: No, I completely agree. Yeah. Um okay, let's go the other series just really quickly. Can we talk um, about the
2: Atlanta Knicks one? That was my favorite game. I don't know if you guys watched that at all. But
0: Yeah, that was awesome. That was I awesome. Mean,
2: just to bring back what we said about Phil to the fans. I mean, man, Madison Square Garden going crazy and then trey hitting that last shot and going it's real quiet in here and you got spike lee over there just shutting his mouth i mean it was that was awesome i thought that was like a real first taste of like nba playoffs with fans back
0: i thought that was cool who picked madison square garden last week was that eli i
3: think that was me
0: yeah 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 that was cool that was uh it was good timing to have madison square garden kind of bumping last night yeah yeah um I don't know. That's a tough game for the Knicks to lose at home. hundred percent. Randall didn't it, play that well either. No. So there, that, that series, I think will go seven. I think when me, Shane and Sam did our playoff thing, I think we said that that was going to be, that was our favorite first round just series, because I think it, I think it'll go seven because you're right. Randall played. eh, And if he plays well, they'll win. I think
2: you know what I did like was Spike Lee. I don't know if you guys saw the video, but Spike Lee going up to Randall while he was warming up before the game and he like bumped him and he's like, he's like chirping at him, like trying to get him going. I'm just like, you gotta like, Julius Randall's not a guy who's been in a lot of big moments. Like you gotta let him figure his way out. Don't, don't put no more pressure on him because I really right. do think he got to him. I, I think that he, I mean, he's been playing lights out and it just looked like he was like hesitant or he was like, he's either really hesitant or he was like trying to rush everything. He did not look good. So they need him to, uh, to gather himself because uh, yeah i think that the moment was too big for him the other night
0: yeah they're kind of playing with house money though they're they um, overachieved so much that people in new york like weren't expecting this at all so they're kind of just happy with the playoff appearance yeah you know it's mm-hmm. like if they win great but if they don't fans aren't going to be pissed or anything
2: but they're actually playing a team they could be, which I, because exactly. I don't think Atlanta's that great.
0: But I mean, Trey Young's a beast,
2: but I just don't think Atlanta's that great. So they, if they, I mean, mm. if they win one playoff series, yeah, who knows what's going to happen after
0: that. Right. And then you got um, Milwaukee and Miami is like the fact that Milwaukee won that game, I think they're going to win the series <laughs> pretty easily because I didn't think Milwaukee played that great. Mm-hmm. And it, that this was a series last year too. I, I like I, I again, I we've talked about Giannis before, you know, that I don't really believe in him in the playoffs. But I, this isn't the same Miami team that went on that run last year. I think I think. um Milwaukee kind of stole that game because it went into overtime, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah.
3: pretty sure.
0: I'm pretty sure. And so, yeah, I like I don't know. Did you guys get to watch that game at all?
2: Yeah, Middleton stepped up. I mean, that's what the Bucs need. If they want to do anything. I mean, and Holiday, they, yeah. yeah. And Holiday, yeah. If they want a chance at even touching the Nets, I mean, they're going to need Middleton to step up, and he hit that last shot. So, I mean, good for him. Yeah. But they're going to need those,
0: those Heat jerseys were horrible. Who yeah, they were decided they that were the Heat bad. get to wear yellow? I didn't know it was the Heat for the first uh, two minutes. Same. So I, was like, <laughs> I thought it was the Pacers. That was so weird. Um, Staying in the East, Boston, Brooklyn. That was a game that Boston needed to win at game one. Mm-hmm. Like, they played so well in that first half. And then the Nets – I I, I was, like, watching the first half of that, I was like, okay, Boston, like, they could make this – inch, mm-hmm. and then yeah. just – like, you need to win that game if you want to have a chance. What
2: a bad matchup for Boston. I mean, it just sucks. They
0: have so much talent, and then they get them – you know, it's just mm-hmm. – what are
2: you
4: going to do? Yeah. I mean, as soon as Brad Stevens came out with that, like, wishy-washy, like – uh you know, the Nets are really good. Like, I don't know if we can take them that. But he <laughs> yeah. made a comment like that, or like, yeah, I don't really like you saying that. <laughs> like, I to like, p- like, like, yeah, like what are you mean, their ass. Like, <laughs> yeah. you
2: <know>? The players <laughs> are like, uh coach, uh did we get we got him? Uh, uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah.
4: I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> didn't um didn't their their big three go for like eighty points that game? Eighty two, yeah. Or eighty two. That's insane. Yeah. Like, that's nuts. What are you going to do?
2: I mean, what was are you going to yeah.
3: do? The right. rest of their team combined got 22 points. And it's just like, yeah, if they're all healthy, I just, even when they're not all healthy, they're still really good. But when they're all Wasn't three Wasn't that there, the it's...
4: game that they didn't hit, like, a three for the first, like, 20, 25 minutes of the game? <laughs> Crazy, yeah, I mean, those three guys, guys, yeah. Right. Yeah. What are you gonna do?
0: yeah. Um, and then <laughs> Philly and Washington was similar, too. I thought Washington was in that game for the whole time. I and mean, that's just, that's got to be so demoralizing as an eight seed playing a one. And in game one, you're in the game the whole way. And they're just better, you know, like yeah. Philly just pulls away. Ben Simmons has 15 assists and 15 rebounds. And Embiid had the quietest 30 points I've ever seen. Ever, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was just about to say, I, I'm looking at the box score right now. I was just about to say, I don't really think Embiid did that much. And I look, he yes, 30 points. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, never mind. Like 30 from
2: him, 30 from him and 37 from Tobias. I mean, yeah.
0: It's so just another Washington has a horrible matchup. Their best two players are Beal and Westbrook guards and Washington or Philly has Ben Simmons and Thibel who are two of the best backcourt defenders in the league. It's like, yeah, it's just a horrible matchup for Philly. Um, Okay. This is another part of my take PMT or PFT did a big rant on the Clippers and how they were. Everyone's been saying they're supposed to be this team that's supposed to win the NBA Finals, and like you just can't lose. Like you can't lose to the Mavericks. And yeah, it's only Game One, but like if they lose the series, they blow everything up.
2: Hundred percent. I, I think this is the test of what Luca brings, man. Luca's—he's just a stud. I mean, in the biggest moments, he shows up every time. Like, I don't know. What, what are you gonna say about it? You
0: know, he's just the dude, the stud and he has no help Mm -hmm. i mean chris stops that's your that's your two and you're going up against Kawhi and paul george i'm yeah that was a lot of people that didn't pick i i've looked at like some playoff predictions from you know experts and if it wasn't the lakers coming out of the west everyone had the clippers and that's Mm -hmm. just like you can't if they lose in the first round yeah it's trouble for for everyone and in LA, especially yeah. Paul George, and I don't even know who their coach is anymore. They already they fired Ty, Doc
4: Rivers. Tyloo isn't. It? Tyloo,
0: yeah.
4: Why well, I, I yeah when they when they made that hire, I'm like, he he isn't coaching LeBron. Like, he yeah. <laughs> exactly. had that job in the first place because LeBron wanted him to have that job. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, firing I,
0: Doc I Rivers, know. it was like there's just no way that's the problem. Right. I mean, Doc's, Doc's a great coach. Yeah, that was.
4: Yeah, and Kawhi plays amazing. They win the finals with the Raptors, and then immediately afterwards, everybody and their brothers trying to be like, LeBron, KD, Curry, Kawhi. And you're like, I don't know. And it hasn't shown <laughs> out ever since. It just hasn't been. He's really good, but is he the guy that's going to put his head down and win you a game? Doesn't seem like it.
2: He's not a leader. He's just he's never no. going to be. Him and Anthony Davis, they're in the same – I look at them the same when it comes to leading a team, like – Obviously, they're great players. They're going to put up points. They're going to put up stats. But when it comes to leading a team and, and the grittiness of the of, of end of a game, it's not
0: going to happen. They're just – they're not leaders. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. – I don't see it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, then the last one, Portland and Denver. Portland's going to get lucky here because they match up really well against Denver. And this is what I said in our playoff preview too. I was like they – without Murray – I hate to call, I hate to call out Shane here, but I think he picked Denver. And I was like, I don't know without Murray, they don't have the backcourt to match Portland's and they have bodies that they can throw at Jokic. And that's really all Denver has. And so I don't know that that's game two is tonight. So that'll show if if Portland can take both games in Denver, it's pretty much over. It'd be tough for, for them to come back, but. Dame is just different in the playoffs he is so fun to watch in, in in the playoffs it's it's unreal Portland's just a fun team to watch in general because they score so yeah. much
2: 100 mm. and for Denver I mean when Murray went down I mean it's just a shot in the heart I mean with the run that they made last year and what they've been able to do with him and Jokic and then watching him go down it, it sucks I mean it's hard to watch as a NBA playoff fan you know so but right. I do think Portland takes this I mean Besides, I mean, you look at what Jokic did and they still lost. I mean, wh- what else can you ask the man?
0: So. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, I wanted to talk a little bit of NHL. Have you guys watched any of the NHL playoffs? I have not. Okay, I've. this is the first year I've really ever watched NHL. And... Like the play, I, I, it's like, what, if it's on, I'll, sometimes I'll tune on, tune in if I'm really bored, but everyone talks about how cool playoff hockey is. And this is the first year that I was like, okay, we have the Kraken in Seattle coming next year. It's like, let's just see what this is all about. Let's, let's actually pay attention to a couple of hockey games. And I've been watching it most nights, honestly, it is so cool. Like I, I never really have like understood hockey. I it's super cool, like interesting to watch. But I don't know. I I just it's it's super cool to me that the like you know do you guys know you know who Connor McDavid is like he's like the best player right now in hockey. He plays for Edmonton, and he's like the second coming of Wayne Gretzky. Like this guy's supposed to be incredible. He is incredible, but he only plays like a third of the game because they sub in and out. Like they have these like lines. If if you know hockey at all, you're probably cringing so hard at me talking about this. (laughs) But they sub in and out so often that, like, the best players, I just thought the best players just skate around the whole time. No, they come off, they sub in and out so often. And it's so cool to watch. And then another thing I think is really cool about hockey is that the defensemen are really crucial to the offense. Because, like, in soccer and in lacrosse, like, I've been watching replay play lacrosse lately, the defense doesn't really do a whole lot on offense. Like, in lacrosse, they're not allowed to cross midfield. And then Eli, you know, in soccer, like your defense just kind of hangs back when you're not, when you're on offense, right? Usually, yeah. But in hockey, the the defensemen, and this is another thing that blew my mind while watching hockey, they just take slap shots as hard as they can, and then it's the the front guys, like the forwards and the the wings and stuff. They they don't they don't have a ton of slap shots and stuff like that, like. They have the, you know, the breakaways where they do those really, like, they do insane stuff and score, but a lot of the goals are scored on like deflections that it like so the slap shot they hit it as hard as they can. And there's just a bunch of people around the goal. And all the forwards are trying to do is just hit the puck off a deflection Mm -hmm. into where the goalie's not paying attention. I was like, this is insane. Like, I had no clue. This is what hockey was like. But it takes so much skill for those guys to like. That's like Sidney Crosby is really good at. That's why he's so good. Is he just has really good hand eye coordination to just find the puck and just slap it into where the goalie's is not guarding. Yeah, imagine being the goalie. You're just like, well, <laughs> I blocked right. the initial yeah. shot, but <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. You're, like, you're just waving your arms. You just him. start. Yeah, here's a wall. Yeah, Lose and the you guy,
2: the, the goalie a couple me. years ago, like Lundquist or something, but he had like so many saves in the playoffs. That it was like a record or something. But people are just like losing their minds, and I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool. But when you watch what he's doing, he's just like catching the puck, you know, with a glove. You're like, holy crap! Like,
0: yeah, you, you don't realize how impressive it is until you watch it, and you're like, wow, it's not just because you, you, when you think when you see them in the net, you're like, okay, how is it possible that anyone scores? These guys are huge. Yeah. They have huge pads. No, yeah, and then you watch how they have to you know, lunge for a save this way. But, and then, and they save it, they deflect it, but it goes right to another guy who's just waiting for it. And he slaps it in the top left corner where his gloves, you know, he's swings his left leg out and then he reaches his right or left arm up. And then it goes right underneath his, <laughs> his armpit. <You're laughs> like what the heck? I oh, don't know. It's crazy. And hockey fans are just a different breed. Like they go crazy. Um, so I, I like I said, I've been trying to watch it in preparation for the Kraken so i was like i want it you need to go it to a good yeah it's yeah way. i mean oh it's we've now. i've gone to a couple minor league games and those yeah. are yeah. Go to minor league no, they're still crazy i mean people yeah. are just awesome. outrageous I mean, yeah <laughs> lose their the minds. fights yeah yeah the fights too yes <laughs> but i just i don't know i've been really impressed i don't know that's i feel so weird talking about this because it's hockey like people around the country love hockey but in you know pacific northwest we don't going to have a hockey team until now. So it's been cool to, to watch it and understand why there's so much hype around it. But I think one of Reed's buddies, Bryce, I think I might have him on the podcast soon. Maybe like towards the Stanley Cup a little bit. Reed told me actually yesterday to have him on after the Kraken draft. Because um, apparently Reed's, but, but Reed's buddy's really good. Like he goes, plays in tournaments all over the country and stuff. Um, for hockey so I want to have him on just talk a little bit more hockey I don't know I've just, I've just been watching it lately I'm like this is sick <laughs> like I understand mm, why people like it so much so that's all I really wanted to talk about there is just how much I I like hockey now so I'm yeah, I'm yeah I mean
4: it is fun it is fun. that rivalry we could have with like the Vancouver Canucks would be a ton of fun and I yeah. think that's a, a big part of why it's so popular especially on the east coast is those rivalries all these different teams have and it's just it just breeds on that like right Yankees Red Sox type of rivalries they have and yeah, yeah it's super cool it seems like so I'm ex- really excited for that team uh,
0: Brandon did you hear that the that like the MLB granted the A's permission to mm-hmm. search for a new stadium Oakland's uh falling apart
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: They're literally losing everybody I mean Raiders are gone A's are going to be gone Warriors moved out pretty much um yeah i mean good for the a's I, I i don't know if you guys ever been to the a's stadium it's um i've never been there but we see it all the time as Man fans uh, it is uh not that great it's pretty bad <laughs> so oh. um I'm, I'm i'm really happy for them as an organization they finally get to get the heck out of there because yeah oakland they just refuse to help out any team and that's why all these teams are leaving because they get no support so you can't
0: win do you think i've heard uh, i saw russell wilson he's been a big like portland baseball guy and he tweeted something about it today being like i don't know a's plus portland equals i don't know he tweets something cool. about portland i think that'd be awesome for portland yeah, I mean, to get a baseball team
2: how many baseball teams does california need i mean it's ridiculous i I'm, I'm not opposed to the a's leaving at all
0: well and it's like no one really goes to their games anyways no they right. don't no, no one does yeah. and then May the playoffs always...
4: every year lately yeah, so like, yeah and
0: that's what that's the crazy there's... part you don't go to watch
2: anybody. That's the problem. Like we've been talking about, you go. Like people go to watch these games for these big names. With the A's, it's just like, well, what scraps are they going to put together this year and, and somehow pull it out? You know. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Well, and then and then, and they compete with the Giants, who have so much more history mm-hmm. and True. a way better ballpark. And yeah, but I think Portland would be cool. Eli, would you go to a baseball game if they had a team in Portland? I probably would. Yeah. I, you just you wouldn't be you wouldn't be a baseball
3: fan but you know like I'm, oh, yeah. i oh giveaways by
4: yeah 100%. yeah
3: and I think that's i think that's like the general like i don't know if vibe is the appropriate term but like i think that's like the consensus in portland is that there's probably not like a a huge like diehard baseball following but there's enough people that like like sports and you know it's and there's no football team so it's not like all the sports are dominated by one team like there is like the Trailblazers are probably the biggest uh, Portland sport. They're, I'd say, they're definitely bigger than the Timbers. or probably the second. But if they had a baseball team, I think there's so many, so many people in Portland that are just like casual sports people. That you know, they're like, oh yeah, I watch soccer and basketball. It's like, why not baseball? It's America's pastime. And um, so I think, I think baseball would do well in Portland. Yeah, Portland's the
4: rivalry like, with the Mariners too would be fine. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's you need to keep them west, right? Because otherwise, it just I don't know that's in my mind, at least for MLB, you need to keep them West. And yeah, it'd be a perfect rival for the Mariners. But I feel like Portland's that perfect size or perfect city and size of the city to like not have an NFL team, but to have everything else. No. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think if the NFL were to expand, I could see them having a football team, but like, I don't think it's a crime right now that they don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make any
3: sense? Yeah.
4: yeah. I think, uh, I think it would be good for Mariners fans in Oakland who uh, are currently getting blacked out of Mariners games. Right. They put a team in Oregon, and then they blacked out those games. You're like, I don't even care about that team. And then you get the Mariners. <laughs> I think it would be a win. It would be a huge win. Perfect.
0: Yeah, there
2: you go. What people need to realize about the A's is, man, they don't have a lot of money. So just get used to not yeah, having yeah. big names. So that's yeah, the only exactly. problem with, with yeah. trying to get a fan base behind you, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly um okay before we get out of here see we can we could go knowing us for we could talk forever on these last two mm-hmm. things these but, two, um, there's
2: two names in this next line for the uh, yeah
0: hours <laughs> right. well okay so today started today um before the julio news which we'll get to the biggest news of the day was that Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson are both holding out of OTAs, which I didn't even know OTAs started today, but apparently they do. And also, Russell Wilson apparently comes out that he's very happy with the moves the Seahawks have made this offseason, and that the relationship is completely fine. <laughs> Matthew pumps his fist. I and Brandon, Brandon like looks confused. I. It's, that's exactly what people are thinking. Like Seahawks fans, were happy that that's that's news coming out, and I feel like the rest of the NFL is like. Why did why like why did I need to hear reports that he wasn't happy? Because exactly, it right. was like this shouldn't have been a story in the first place. Yeah, like the Seahawks should have fired Schottenheimer because the offense was horrible at the end of last season. And yeah, they should have gotten better on the offensive line because our offensive line is wasn't great. And we got a third receiver to replace David Moore. Like it's everything they should have done. Why did we need to have all this drama that Russell <laughs> Wilson was pissed and needed to be traded like it was it's just weird this is weird um, yeah I mean, it's like, every it's time like high school drama comes, I mean,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's just high school drama i mean it's just like uh, each side wants their thing so everybody's side's gonna put out something but who knows if that stuff was even accurate you know like these guys are we saw this with the draft these guys are gonna report what they hear whether it's true or not and we we're just here to feed off of it so
4: yeah i mean every time his name comes up it's like okay what now and so that i mean i'm just a relief to hear that and be like he's happy and you're like thank you like thank you for that i needed that and then Tuesday i hated all the day.
0: all the talk shows this morning were like uh I, freaking i tuned in to espn for like five seconds this morning before i left for work and dan orlofsky was like um i think that after the end of the season, he's gone. Like is he you can, really? You happy? can say yeah, he was like, <laughs> You can say the relationship's mended, but once something like this happens, you can never get back. Something oh, like what? <laughs> like oh, what Dan. happened? <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's Dan. Like, Dan knows it. Dan's all in.
2: He's
3: tapped yeah,
0: Just a reminder to the people, these guys are geniuses. Like Chris Sims, I mean he totally predicted Mac Jones going to the 49ers at three, because that was always gonna happen. And these guys are always right. Like shut up. I, that pissed Justin me off. Justin
4: Fields going at 31.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep.
2: Dan Orlovsky. What a guy.
0: Yeah, no, these, it, it. I was like, really? So that the news that comes out saying Russell Wilson's happy makes you think that after this season he's leaving. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that makes sense. Like what's different about right now than or earlier this off season when we could have traded him versus next season, like what, What's going to change? I don't know. It was just weird to me that he was like, it's the relationship is mended for one season, but I don't know. What are we, what are we going to make out of this Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers situation? Obviously they're different situations, even though they seem like the same because of Watson. So we can kind of tread lightly or maybe, I don't know what we want to do with him.
2: I feel like Watson, we knew he probably wasn't going to be there. Like, I think that was a given that he wasn't going to be there. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, I get why people are reporting him. But Watson, we knew he's he's got to figure out his thing. So that's just the bottom line. He's got to. He is going to be tried for what he has been accused of. And what happens, happens. Rogers on the other point, that's interesting. I mean, you hear, like I said, we all, we're all we here to feed off these reports. And, and then now Aaron Rodgers isn't showing up to OTAs. So is that, I don't know, is that is that a substance to, to you guys? Like, do you guys think that that's? that mean something or do you think that it's just Rodgers being Rodgers
4: I just I don't know I don't know how the Packers are going to fix it and I don't know if they can and that's my only thing is I know obviously they don't want to get rid of him, but the same time and they, it doesn't seem like they believe in Jordan Love which we talked about last week but I don't know I just, I just don't know how you resolve it it doesn't see, it doesn't, it's not like he wants more money. There's not like a, it doesn't seem like there's a tangible thing he wants from them. Right. right. And so it's, I think it's just a standstill and either they move him or he has to give in and play. Uh,
0: apparently and it's the GM know. being fired that he wants. Yes. And that's what right. I But I don't, I, I don't know what, if you can do that right now.
4: Yeah.
2: Cause apparently he's been groomed for it. As what I've been hearing, like listening to these podcasts, like, like this guy's been in the organization forever. And then now Aaron Rodgers just wants him out of there and it's like, it's not feasible for the Packers to just get rid of him right now. So, well, is Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers petty enough to just say, okay, I'm not playing that if you're going to have this guy in your building. Like, I mean, I, right. I wouldn't who, put it past him. I really wouldn't yeah. at this point. I, I don't think they
4: hire, cool. Is yeah. he going to be, is he going to bring in his suit and tie and be like, all right, I'm, I'm part of the team now.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, you need to hire this guy. I like him from Cal back in the day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, we'll Bring him in.
0: Aaron Rodgers would be the first player GM. Yeah. Jackie Moon. <laughs> LeBron hasn't even done that. So. No. Yeah, true, 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 true. He can, and he'll relocate to uh, LA, and they'll be the third LA team. <laughs> and then he can host Jeopardy, be the GM, and the quarterback all at the same time. Perfect. We've never been come up before. with the solution for the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, this after this came out I was like okay, that all those rumors like have substance. Like, they're not just rumors, I feel like, anymore. We can kind of confirm that there's something, right? No, this is evidence, for sure. Because I feel like before this, it was all conjecture. We hadn't really heard anything from Aaron Rodgers. But the fact that he's sitting out, he doesn't do this. So there's got to be something here.
2: And also speaks
0: volumes on Jordan Love.
2: I mean, they must really not think that he's ready. Because – if there's, I mean, if they're confident, if they see what he's doing in practice and they're confident that the dude's a stud, like he's got an incredible arm, he can read the defense, then right now I don't think that they're worrying as much as they are. Uh, but I just don't think they believe in him at all.
0: Eli, what's your take?
3: I don't, yeah, I don't really know. I feel like they don't even know what they're, like, I don't think they're confident in who's going to be their starting quarterback, uh, you know, come week one. Like, I think they're hoping it's Rodgers, but. Like Brandon is saying, I, they're hoping that it doesn't have to be love, um, and so I just from what I see from the outside, I feel like, uh, I feel like they just they just they're just gonna wait it out and hope that Rogers comes back, and Rogers is probably gonna wait it out and see and hope if they fire the GM or whatever, and then eventually eventually one side's gonna cave. Eventually it's,
0: it's <laughs> August twenty eighth, and yeah. they have yeah. to. It. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, eventually,
3: eventually, Rogers is either playing or he's not, or the GMs are getting fired or he's not, and yeah. You know.
0: They signed Bortles, right? Yeah.
2: What <laughs> if it's What if it's Bortles and Jordan Love's just like grooming back there?
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be a one of the all time worst picks. Like, <laughs> yeah, all time, all time. Not just a bust at the twenty eighth overall pick, but like tore you up your entire franchise bust yeah, move, out of the move zone, up and
2: piss everybody off yeah.
0: yeah and so then the other thing I think we touched on this last week too the actions because actions ultimately speak louder than words that's such, like the cliche shame but you can have all these rumors but it's the actions of the team like what we said signing Blake Bortles and how the Packers aren't confident in Jordan Love it's the same thing with the Texans I I don't think the move of drafting Davis Mills is talked about enough and also the signing of Tyrod Taylor, like you don't sign Tyrod Taylor, who's a veteran guy that started at Cleveland and in Los Angeles for the Chargers last year. Like he's done this before where he comes in for a rookie quarterback and starts and you don't draft a quarterback with your first pick in the draft if you are not prepared to play without Deshaun Watson. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, this, I guess this isn't a story because of the whole massage therapist situation, but that's, that's, they're, he, he, if I had to bet money on it, I'm betting that Deshaun Watson never plays for the Texans ever again. And I'm like super confident in that bet.
2: I put money on it as well. And they, I mean, yeah. even, even with all those things you just said, they also signed Ryan Finley and Jeff Driscoll at one point, and they released Ryan Finley this morning, but, what are you going to have six guys in the QB room going right. to camp? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Because it, uh, if, you weird Deshaun,
0: <laughs> if you have Deshaun, you don't
4: need – you need one other quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it, – I mean, I think a part of it is before everything happened that happened, he didn't want to play for them anyway. Right. You know, that was the whole thing is he didn't so, – I mean, not only does he not want to play with them, now there's a chance he won't play at all. And if, even if that wasn't the case, he still doesn't want to play for them. And so I, I think for them, they've they've kind of gone – they've realized that they're going to go full rebuild. And one of these guys out of, you know, 15 quarterbacks that they have, one of them maybe will be a guy that they could start the next four years. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I would definitely put money down on that too. That there's no way he plays another down for the Texans.
2: Imagine a season
0: without Rodgers and Watson.
2: That's crazy, man. I mean, just reality that we're at. Right.
1: Okay,
0: so let's. We kind of we've we've kind of touched on this before, but it's it's the biggest off season topic, and it's changing every week. Are you guys more? If there's even odds, even betting odds on these three outcomes of both Rodgers and Watson playing this season, one of them playing and one of them not or both of them missing, which one are you most confident in? I think Rodgers will play. Not in Maybe Watson. not in Green Bay, so but I think he plays. Yeah, so you think it's Rodgers in, Watson out?
2: Yes, Rodgers in, Watson out, either Denver or that GM gets fired.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I – I think if – okay, like if they're not all even odds, I think the favorite would be Watson doesn't play, Rogers is in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Um, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I lean to. And if I had to go opposite, I'd say they both play. And somehow this Watson thing gets figured out during the summer and it's maybe not as big of a deal as we thought. I, I don't mean that to say like it's not – like. I mean, like maybe the charges get dropped or maybe they're false or whatever. I yeah. This whole thing gets resolved somehow. And, or maybe he has a six game suspension and he ends up playing. Probably not for Houston. That's the other weird thing is that yeah. like,
2: somebody's got to trade for him.
0: Yeah. But if, yeah, if he, especially if he has a s- suspension and he's out for a little bit, who's going to trade? I mean, man, there'd be some team that would be willing to give up because I don't think, I think they could probably convince Houston to give him away for just a tad less. 100%. And be like, yeah, yeah. Be like, okay, firsts, we'll give I'll you, know yeah, I'll just be like, we'll give you three firsts and a player instead of four firsts <laughs> and a player. <laughs> like, right. I don't know. I think what I would do
2: both of them not playing, if that would be, if I needed a second option.
4: Hmm. Hmm.
0: What would
3: you guys, Eli and Matthew, what would what do you guys say? Um, I
4: mean, Eli, you go.
3: Okay, Um yeah, I think if I'm putting money on, I'm putting money on Rogers playing and uh, Watson not. But if I had to go otherwise, I think I would – I think I would have them both mm, – I don't know. I, I'd say – I wouldn't say both playing just because I think – I feel like one way or another Rogers is going to play and then – I, there's no way you have an MVP season and then just don't play a whole entire season just because you're like cranky or whatever. Like either either he figures figures things out with Green Bay, or they let him walk and he plays somewhere else. But yeah. with Deshaun Watson, like yeah, I see. I, if he does play, I think he misses a few games for a suspension or something like that. I don't know. I haven't heard any. What's like the latest news on that? Is it all just still in court and stuff?
2: They're probably working on this. Uh, how much
0: he's going got to get away the only reason i say both of them play is because i just feel like the nfl at some point is going to intervene and be like we're we're not going to let deshaun watts like or we're going to do everything that we can to make sure deshaun watson plays yeah mm-hmm. and i don't know how much power they have because this whole thing really confuses me but i just feel like at some point something's going to happen like eli you're kind of uh, like you're right by saying what's going on because it's like no one knows this whole thing's been silent for the past two months three months after being the biggest story of the offseason and we still have three months exactly that's the tough part yeah all right Matthew yeah. what was your sorry you we've all been talking and poor Matthew no Matthew. no no worries
4: no worries uh I don't know I not to repeat I kind of agree on the one and one type of situation with Rogers playing Watson not playing but I mean, the thing, because there are two unique situations, Watson isn't saying, like, oh, I don't want to play. So there's no question that Watson wants to play. Rodgers, on the other hand, as soon as you step away, and Brett Favre is, like, the ultimate case of this, but I I feel like for him, like, how much money he's made and everything, if you take a year off because you're mad or whatever, and... I don't think you come back from that. I think I think a lot of players kind of like, hey, I, I'm not getting hit, you know, every week. I'm you know I'm I'm set for life. I'm good to go. Like, it's a big decision, and I don't. I for Rodgers, I don't know if I think he. I don't know. Even though he's threatening it, I think in, it's hard. He wants to keep playing. I, I for if some Jeopardy reason, offers him
2: 15 mil. Do you think he takes it? 15. <laughs> yeah. Say Jeopardy goes. We'll give you fifteen mil, and then oh, Green Bay's like Jeopardy. Yes, if Jeopardy says we'll give you fifteen mil a year, and but Green <laughs> yeah. Bay's like we're not trading you, and we're not we're not firing yeah. the GM. Do you think that his ego is just like I'll just show I don't need you guys, and just go do his own thing?
4: I mean okay. uh, probably I would I would probably do that. <laughs> 15 mil.
0: I just think about his ego. He's like, I don't need dream uh, big. Be I could see Jeff Jeopardy not even offering him that and him just not playing, anyways. He's right. that's just his personality. It is, yeah. it is. He's just ego. Yeah. He just he knows he can do whatever <laughs> right. he wants. So like talk to his like what do you what do you think his mom and brother have to say about like he hasn't talked to them in years right. or his ex-wife. <laughs> I right. think and
4: the, the Packers are. If he's not playing, the way the Packers are looking right now, it's, it's a friggin' going – like, <laughs> and I think he would enjoy that. I was just so going to say that. <laughs> he knows <laughs> He'd be that they in the do popcorn. not want to deal with that. He'd be he in the knows for watching. a fact that they do not – they know that if he doesn't play, this thing is going down. And he I, Devontae? I, I, I think Devontae is probably gone. No, i is. De, oh, Yeah, yeah Devontae has gone. <laughs> the, the entire thing has gone. So I think, I think for him, I think he's really confident that they're going to give in. And I think yeah. he's just kind of like hands folded, like, all right, what are you going to do? And I think, yeah. I think they know that they're going to have to cave one way or another, i firing the GM or whatever they need to do. But so I, I, he has so much leverage in, as opposed to almost any other situation because they just do not believe in Jordan Love. <laughs> And they knew this was coming, which I think is why they drafted Jordan Love in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then they just picked the wrong guy or something. I don't and know. It's a mess.
0: What yeah. if Jordan Love becomes, like, the next Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. He's like, what if shrug. all this happens? You know? <laughs> yeah. all Like, he's just insane. And then, oh, I would love that for the pack. Like. I would love it, too. Just despite Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, actually, this guy, like, we didn't have any faith in him, but now he's the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> like, he's better than
3: Mahomes. Because <laughs> right.
2: I'm pretty sure Devontae said on Colin's show, he's like, if Rodgers is gone, my future is definitely in question with Green yeah. Bay. Like, I think Green Bay does know that, like, yeah, these guys are gone. They're going to have Aaron Jones because I don't know. If Aaron Jones was told by Aaron Rodgers that he's, like, that Rodgers isn't going to be there, like, why would Aaron Jones resign? I don't know. That kind of blows my mind, that little
0: segment.
3: Well,
0: well then also, to be fair to Jordan Love, because I think a lot of people trashed on Jordan Love after Devontae Adams said that. I don't... I I bet Jordan Love hasn't thrown one pass to Devontae Adams.
4: Probably not. That's fair, yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's what everyone's like... Oh, and I, and I don't think they believe in Jordan Love, but I don't know if they've really had the chance to decide if they believe in him or not. Because I, I I really don't think he – I think he got there and Aaron Rodgers was like, you're not throwing a single pass. Exactly. And the Packers' front office was probably like, good, we pissed him <laughs> off. This is what we wanted <laughs> yeah. last season. And he goes against an MVP. Yeah. 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 And they probably thought they were geniuses until they lost to Tom Brady in the playoffs.
4: I – To go on a little hot take thing, I think Jordan Love, if a team committed to him, could be really good, and that's just my really my unlike seen four throws in practice type of take. But I just don't think he fits Matt Lafleur, and that he just I just don't think he fits what they actually want to do, even though they drafted him and kind of like oh he's our guy, you know. But I, I don't know. I think if he was on a different team, like put him trade him today to the Steelers, and I think he would be, like, quite good.
1: I, I don't like know. This. Maybe that, yeah, I don't know. He was third I just
4: think he's not going to work out with the Packers, because the Packers are just like, I don't know what we have. Aaron, please. And, and George like, <laughs> dude, you drafted me in the first round. You traded up, and you're you're doing me like that? Like, I don't He know. was
0: third string behind Nick Boyle last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just that whole, it's, I don't even want to, I, I, I have trouble trying to wrap my head around this whole situation because it's like I don't even think the Packers know what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) They're
2: worried now, but like, how long? How long of this OTAs, and then when the whole summer program starts going, how long into it where he just does not show up? Do you think like the Packers will finally go? Okay, well, maybe we should just move on from him and get our picks if we can. (laughs) Like at what point? I mean, I've heard
0: it's. I've heard training camp is like a good indication of like if he's not there then they're probably – like OTAs, players don't usually – They're
2: voluntary, yeah.
0: Yeah, players – like I've heard – I saw something that said like Rodgers doesn't usually miss OTAs, so that's why this is no Mm. newsworthy. But like training camp would be something that's like, all right, if he's missing training camp, he's officially holding out. Like now he's saying trade me or I'm not playing.
2: Yeah. Mm. As a coaching staff, I mean, at some point you got to get ready for the season with or without the guy. I mean – Right,
0: right. I don't know. I'm I'm really I really am curious to see how much Denver's offering for Rogers. Mm-hmm. I wish someone 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 leaked that for us, please, because that'd what be fun you? to talk 37? about. 37? 37 years old? Yeah. Yeah. yeah All right. right. Last thing was Julio. <laughs> it's crazy that we've been talking for this long and haven't gotten to Julio. But and we've talked about I've I've I feel like I'm exhausting myself on this topic, but again, it keeps coming up. Like we've talked about Julio the last two or three shows. I've talked about it every live show, but it keeps coming up Shannon Sharp bro you gotta tell him that you're you're on air like you're the girl in the background <laughs> yeah Tom, we're on host? air yeah <laughs> <laughs> nah <laughs> like some people are saying it's staged or I heard some I think that's I don't think it's staged I legitimately I don't think Julio really cares I don't need it but you've got it. It's a bad look to to call to call up an NFL player and just be like, "Hey, it's it's your it's your own. It's Shannon Sharp. It's it's your bro," and not say that you're on national television.
2: Every right. agent across the nation's like, if you get a call from Shannon Sharp, do not answer. Exactly, <laughs>
0: exactly. So okay, apparently he's done with Atlanta. I'm
2: out of there.
0: I'm out. Is that what he said?
2: Yeah, I'm out of there.
0: And the Cowboys comment was so savage that was awesome (laughs) he goes I want to win and then Shannon goes are you going to go to Dallas and he says come on we both know something along the lines of like come on we both know they can't win.
2: I think Shannon said that he's he's like he's like uh, he or Julio said I want to win and then Shannon goes well you better not be going to Dallas then he goes trust me you know I know I know. Okay. And then skip, skip, skip right, right there, right like. There. <laughs> Skip's just like. Oof.
0: Let's be real. He, Dallas does not need a, a Julio. They don't yeah. need Julio. Where are they going to so put him? Like, are you kidding? Yeah, Jamal
4: I, Adams way way more sense, way more sense for them.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it makes I. That's why people are gonna say like, "Oh, sucks to be a Cowboys fan." But if you're a, if you're a Cowboys fan, just like take a minute, step back, and say, "Why would Julio <laughs> want to come here? How does this help us win? We need." anything else but wide receiver and quarterback right now
2: and yeah, they want to go so,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's true um i mean where where I, we i talked a little bit about this with with tony tucker who you you listened to that earlier time time traveling um chargers that's that's the, the 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 first thing he threw out was mike williams and a third or mike williams and a fifth for julio i mean He's gone, I, gone anyway. That'd yeah. be fun. That's, Mike Williams I, is gone I, anyway, yeah. Right, and it's like Mike Williams. You when you when they drafted Mike Williams, I think they drafted him like number seven overall. That what you were hoping he was Julio. Mm-hmm. So now you kind of you get the back end of Julio's career for sure. It's like, what's a third rounder or a fifth rounder to the Chargers? Yeah, I don't. They're not any they don't, I'd take that in a heart. If I do that in a heartbeat, if I'm the chargers, another team, not paying a quarterback.
3: They're kind of, they were kind of overpaying Mike Williams too. Like for what they get out, for what they got out of him. And then for the Falcons,
0: Falcons, you're right. He's not a, he's a free agent. So it's like, Hmm. he's gone. You, you clear up all that cap. If you're Atlanta,
2: I'm pretty sure Mike Williams is gone within the next year or two as well.
0: Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. Hmm. Like, if you you get rid of Julio's cap and you take on Mike Williams for a year, but then he's a free agent, so you don't have to pay him.
2: I'm not opposed to Mike Williams and Calvin Ridley either. Like I, I, I don't think I don't think to either side is really and, to Kyle, Pitt. and, Kyle, Pitt, and Kyle Pitts and
0: Kyle Pitts and Kyle Pitts. Um, I'm looking at the odds. Baltimore is the favorite, according to. This website plus 275. 49ers are second plus 300. What are we going to give up all of our picks? (laughs) Yeah, I
2: saw the Patriots too.
0: Yeah, Patriots, uh, uh, Chargers, Titans, Colts, Packers are the next uh, favorites. Yeah, so what? Although I didn't even, I haven't heard the 49ers until just like literally just as I looked up the odds. Is that
2: Shanahan? Yeah, you know, everybody's like, oh, Shanahan. Oh, okay, they love each other. You always
4: gotta include them in everything. Yeah,
2: we also have Mohamed Sanu, and Mohamed Sanu's been trying to recruit him too, I guess. So, um, I mean, if we give up a third and a fifth, I mean, we don't have any first, so that's really what we'd have to give up. But I don't know who we give up player wise. That's the problem. Maybe Jerry yeah, Greenlaw, maybe someone young. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Schefter said. Um, Schefter said they <laughs> they started with AFC teams asking for a first rounder. Apparently now they're on to anyone for best offer. It's like, ah, tells how <laughs> it's a quick turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a quick turnaround. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, I would hate it as a Seahawks fan for the Niners, but I'd also. It's not our strength. No, that would definitely help you guys. But it, like you said, I don't know how how well you'd be able to compete with other teams when it comes to offers because.
2: Well, if, it is a, if it's anything close to a first, we aren't in it, so
0: we're out right no that's exactly what you're saying it's like you guys i if it's a bidding war you guys have no chance and that's the same with the seahawks too we don't have a first next year if it's a bidding war we're out so that's why everyone for the like there's a lot of seahawk fans who are who are saying man that'd be sweet and it's like okay <laughs> hey how how is this going to be possible guys this he's is also, is also owed
2: what 15 mil
0: yeah, yeah no we don't have that cap Yeah, that's that tough. Means- and then, and yeah, I think it's 19. Um, the next two years is his cap hit.
2: Yeah. I know after like
0: June 1st, yeah, they get like, that's when everybody wants to trade him for the deal or whatever. whatever it is yeah. It's 15 uh, he's owed after June 1st. And then is, he's under contract for 2022 and 2023. And his cap hit is 19 both years. That's bad. Th- 32 years old. It's crazy. Yeah. He'll be 34 owed, owed $19 million. <laughs>
2: it's crazy. They made some bad decisions, man. Atlanta, mm. their contract decisions, him, that Matt Ryan contract, just shake your head.
4: One MVP. <laughs> True, I guess. It's all it takes, man. It's all it <laughs> takes. I don't
0: I don't think it'd be a bad deal for the Ravens if they can swing it cap wise. I haven't looked at their cap, but I want the Raiders to do it. The Raiders. Interesting. I would I not be surprised. I want the Raiders to a fan. They need a win. Brune and Mayock, yeah. But I'm just that would help um. And help Lamar, obviously. And I'm talking Baltimore. about Baltimore, but it would help Lamar and Bateman. Like, mm-hmm. you just say, Julio, mentor Rashad Bateman for us so that when you leave, he's a stud. <laughs> but yeah, it'd help everyone in, in Vegas, too. And they're aggressive enough to do it.
4: They'd, yeah, they'd have Watkins, Marquise Brown, Julio oh, Jones, Leah oh, Bateman, Kylin oh, wow. Wallace. Like, you can't be uh run first team. <laughs>
0: with with all that talent like we
4: have to totally redo like (laughs) and maybe they were already planning on doing that with the two wide receivers they drafted but like that would be a completely different team now that's the only reason
0: i say is it's like right it seems like they're trying to get that passing game up a little bit more so obviously julio wouldn't before they pay
4: lamar a boatload of money yeah it makes sense i would if i were them i would highly consider it. i mean they're they're in this weird middle zone where they can either sell out and go for it or you have to take two steps backwards and hope that you can rejuvenate what you had a year or two ago where they're dominating the nfl for the first like 13 weeks of the year
0: right i'm all in on the chargers man that would be fun that's what i'm saying him and keenan would be such be so fun and then you have Eckler coming out of the backfield, mm, man. <laughs> Going against the Chiefs twice a year, mm. I mean they'd oh, they'd man. be the favorites to play in the AFC Championship game with the Chiefs. That'd yeah, be pretty, that'd uh, be pretty crazy. Like I, if they got Julio this season, I'd take them over the Bills. Yeah,
2: hi yeah, uh, It'd be hard not to.
0: Yeah. It'd be hard not to. And those games against the Chiefs would be so fun. If they get healthy on defense, they could be real scary, man. They could be real. You scary. see, um, Derwin James was practicing today. Mm, right. That's awesome. I really hope he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. This this is the year that if he's not healthy, I, I you lose. Bad. Like yeah, yeah. you're it's you're 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 done with him. Yeah, he was still picked. I'm trying to remember our restart draft. He was still picked in that, right? I'm pretty sure. Like, like yeah, I remember. Yeah, I. If, if, if the crazy thing is, like if it, if that this draft was last year, if we did that draft the year before, he's like a second rounder. and now if he gets hurt again he's not drafted at all because you can't keep saying oh he's insanely talented (laughs) he's just he he hasn't played (laughs) i'm watching that hard knocks episode when he went down and then just watching like everybody's
2: face and they're just like like this is like you gotta be kidding me like it's been two years in a row now like it's just it's tough i mean
0: i feel so bad for him yeah
2: so do I. i it's
0: tough man it is so tough
4: yeah, I mean, yeah. it's equivalent uh, cool, to, like, Clay Thompson getting
0: hurt, too. Yep. Yeah. Right. Pretty bad. Right, because uh, if, if Clay gets hurt again, if he, Clay gets hurt next year, they'll, like, oh. that's, you're, you're probably not. like, yeah, you're probably yeah. like, okay, it's might be time to retire. Like, yeah. It was like, um it, even Cole, like, Cole got hurt so many, t- like, Cole got hurt three years in a row to when, like, he got hurt the last time. He was like, I don't want to go back out there. Like, yeah. I'm just going to get hurt again, and then I won't be able to, play sports or coach my kids you know that's like i think that's where it's just like all right at some point you can't get hurt four years in a row like that's just Mm -hmm. you just cut your losses and you're like oh it was fun while it was yeah
4: with
2: all that going on he's still collecting millions
0: So, (laughs) right Mm -hmm. um all right that's all i have like i said we'll we have some you know we'll do drafts and stuff, fantasy and random things throughout the off season. But today we had a bunch to talk about. So we didn't really, we can save our desperate off season content mm-hmm. for another week. Um, NFL keep providing. <laughs> yeah, please. They're and the NBA, work. man. The NBA, yeah, I've, this is the m- most excited I've been for NBA playoffs. You know, I honestly, in my lifetime watching sports, probably ever, I've never been, I, I mentioned, I've mentioned this before, but like after so many golden state calves, inevitable finals like this has been a playoffs so i'm like this could be fun to watch who's on the night portland plays at seven well, bucks heat at 430 mm, yeah, yeah that'll be I, every series i'm
4: like okay i'll watch yeah right yeah they're all there isn't really any of them you point to and you're like oh i know how this is gonna go down right right that's what you want as a sports fan you want that unpredictability
0: very true um we've talked we've talked about this before this is kind of our end of the show topic a past couple times but we need to we still need to figure out who who's going to play in our dynasty league um because we've got eight of us right now brandon i don't know how much we've because you weren't on the last episode and i think we did we talk about it off air i think we might
3: have uh, sure, okay.
0: yeah but we have we're gonna do so i think we're we're going to do the dynasty league separate from CP crew. Cause I still want to do CP crew. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll wait. And I think both drafts will do when everyone gets back to Boise. Yep. Um, but the, the dynasty I've been like reading up on articles, you pretty much have to do a super flex. Yep. I'm that, that I'm so excited for this boys. I'm so excited <laughs> for dynasty. A lot different. Route. Cole's, I, Cole's saying like, he was like, my favorite part of fantasy football is like going on my phone during school, like during classes or <laughs> doing homework and like creating trades. He's like, that's going to be so fun to do in March. And I was like, oh, that's going to be great. We're all going to be looking for trades. And when there's no football, oh, that's going to be so fun.
2: It's commitment. I mean, that's just what a dynasty league really takes to succeed. You know, everybody's got to be bought in. Are we doing um,
0: draft pick trades? Oh, 100%. Okay. We could do it. You can even trade like if you got the number one overall pick in the startup draft, you could trade that for like a second and a third rounder and the number one your first round pick next year's rookie draft. Like if you want, like I don't know. We could, right. we'll do the, all that stuff for sure. That's gonna be so fun. Someone's gonna someone's
2: gonna dig themselves a
0: hole right in the beginning. Oh
2: yeah. And just it's screwed. Mm-hmm. They're
0: gonna
3: they're gonna trade their Next three years draft picks just to get like a great team, and then half the players are going to get injured, and they're just yeah, they're going to exactly. be bottom of the table forever. That's <laughs> mm. uh, probably going to be me.
0: <laughs> I'm, the only reason, the only thing I'm nervous about for this dynasty is, what do you do with Deshaun Watson in the startup <laughs> dynasty draft?
2: Tough. You draft Davis Mills as your second quarterback. You
3: draft right, yeah, Davis exactly. Mills. Yeah. I like, don't know about that one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like because if in a in a super flex league, Sean Watson's like borderline first rounder. With if he's not, um, like Mahomes is obviously up there, but Deshaun's so young that he's a borderline first rounder in a dynasty league. And now it's like
3: he might not even. I don't know if I want to pick him. (laughs) Yeah, you you just don't want him. I don't know. It's crazy. But if you get him late and he plays, you're gonna look like an absolute genius.
0: Yeah, then you're set for the next 10 years in a dynasty league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, It doesn't matter where he goes. I mean, the dude is just... Yeah, exactly. He's good. For
3: he's sure.
2: Good.
0: All right. That's all I got. Anything else, boys? Nope. All right. Nope. Well, uh, house.
2: Who will the Trailblazers play next round? Do you know?
0: The Lakers. Suns. <laughs> That'd be fine. All right. Brock the house.
2: Brock the house,
3: gentlemen. Brock the All house. one. <laughs>